I'm Derek Joyce and I'm here with Paul Onwarda and this is I'm Not The Expert But. This is a podcast where we'll discuss everything from the most complex ideas that we know nothing about to the simplest ideas that we probably know nothing about either. So put the kettle on, get comfy and join us. My favourite favorite time of the year it is i love halloween i, I love fucking halloween, more than easter more than mm. christmas more than well probably not more than summer when it's sunny out but more than fucking valentine's day actually you know what trips to the dentist are more interesting than valentine's day yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they mean more to me totally yeah totally. fuck that shit sorry <laughs> sound halloween yeah. Yeah. The Sound Festival. Now, I'm just is... going to pull you on something there. I don't think I like Halloween more than Christmas, right? I, I do love Christmas, I have to say. But Each of its own. I love that there's not the stress and build up to Halloween that there is to Christmas, so it's more enjoyable in that sense. But I can't wait to go home, get up to my elbows and face paint, get the kids ready. It's, I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. And all the kids knocking on the door and all the Yeah, I, I, I actually myself. am not too mad about all the commerciality. All the, it's what it is. I love the origins, though. I do love the yeah. origins, and I love I'm, that it's Irish. I absolutely love that. The pagan part of me yeah. just celebrates this fucking festival so much. Love it. Yeah, I absolutely yeah, no, love it. I, I, I was aware of the Celtic and kind of pagan and even pre-Celtic origins of Halloween, but having a, a deep dive into this now for a podcast, I've really, really embraced it. It's really cool, actually, yeah. Yeah. So, right, so let's get into it. Sound was a festival celebrated by the ancient Celts halfway between the autumn equinox, which is September 22nd, 23rd, and the winter solstice, which is the 21st and 22nd. Which is probably, hang on, which is probably the one I know best because of the people that gather at Newgrange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, there's a really good origin story behind why it's at that time of year, right? I'm going to go right back, right? There was a goddess called Tolchu. She was the goddess of the land, right? Spell it. Taltu, T-A-I-L-T-U, Fada. Does that have Taltu. anything to do with the Taltian games? I believe it does. And I'm going to get to that now in a second. That okay. I think, I'm not 100%, but I think it ties in. Right, anyway, she was the goddess of agriculture, basically. And she introduced agriculture to Ireland. She taught us how to farm, all that stuff, right? But she was so dedicated that she worked herself to death. Okay. And her foster son, Lou, who, if you go back to the Celtic, our podcast on the Celts, we've done a lot about Lou, but this is a fascinating thing. L-U-G-H. L-U-G-H. Or, or L-U-Fada. L-U-Fada often, yeah. Fada is a little dude. Or just L-U-Fada. Yeah. On its own sometimes. But anyway, he himself, I'm sorry, he was her foster son. So he created a festival in her honour when she worked herself to death, and that's where Samhain comes from, right? But I love this. Lou was the sun god. He's the god of the sun. He himself was slain by a Fomorian called Elatha. He was caught off guard. You're going to have to guard. spell this shit, man. Sorry, E-L-A-T-H-R. Okay. Elatha. Um, he was caught off guard and vulnerable when getting out of the bat, right? Okay. And he was stabbed through, a, through with a spear, right? When he was getting out of the bat, he had one foot on a cauldron and the other on a ram. Where the fuck did he take a bat? <laughs> There's logic. And this is what I love then, right? Because, I mean, we were growing up and, you know, kind of doing Celtic myth in school. It was always kind of taught in school. But it was taught very much as a fairy tale with no um, 
no logic or reason behind what we were being told. But okay. I can't right. wait to hear the logic behind this. Well, listen to me. It's actually really good, right? The cauldron is a symbol of the astrological symbol. Sorry, the astrological sign of cancer. I thought cancer was a crab. The actual constellation, I believe, is the crab. We often see cancer represented as that kind of, like... Right, okay. A U-shape with handles on it. Yeah, know, like and I'm not questioning that because yeah. I know fuck all about astrology. Yeah, I'm and not I'm interested very happy in astrology myself. I just know because I think one of them is a cancer. Someone I know is a cancer and I remember buying them a thing with it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to go there. Right, yeah, so the, just take it as given, right? The, the cauldron is a symbol of cancer, right? Okay. The ram is a symbol of Capricorn. Now, I know in our astrological houses, is that what they're called? The house? <sighs> I have no, no idea. Clear. I have no fucking idea about astrology, and I don't want to know anything about astrology. I know uh, the ram is traditionally associated with Aries. Oh, uh, yeah. But it also has connotations for Capricorn, apparently. Okay. Right. So, anyway, yeah. So, he, he has one foot in Cancer. He has one foot in Capricorn. Yeah. So, he's equidistant, if you know what I mean. Right. Okay. He, yeah, right? yeah. And he's the sun god. And he's killed. Okay. Right? So the whole symbology around that is the death of the sun. Yeah. When he's halfway between Cancer and Capricorn. So okay. basically the equinox. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that symbolizes the equinox, right? Interestingly, Lou's son, Cucullin, the very famous Celtic warrior, is said to have been born at winter solstice, which symbolizes the rebirth of the sun. Because they start getting longer again. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Sense. Yeah, because Cucullin then, he kind of personified yeah. Lou after Lou's death. So the sun dies at equinox and is reborn at the winter solstice. Okay. That makes sense where astrology does not make a fucking lick of sense. No, no, but yeah. the equinoxes yes, it are, is. That's you know, a, yeah, I can follow astronomical. That. Yeah. They're astronomical phenomena, I suppose. Right, okay. Is the word I'm looking for. Okay. Um, but yeah, the astrological type of it, that was the cauldron and the ram. So yeah, okay. so there you go. I thought, I thought that was quite interesting. It is. So as you were saying, sound marked the end of the harvest season and the start of winter. Yeah. Spiritually, it was the time when the veil between the world of the living and the world of the dead was at its thinnest. Yeah, and allowing, the two worlds were closest together. Yeah, yeah. allowing people to communicate with the dead and even for the dead to walk among the living. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, um, Celtic mythology is littered with stories of the heroes facing off against monstrous creatures, and they're all around that time, around that kind of Halloween, Samhain time. Halloween, Jeremy. They didn't have Halloween then. Hadn't, it didn't exist yeah, then. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. The whole Samhain thing, you know, yeah. yeah. And it, it's at that time that the monsters tend to come into the world. and Yeah. 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 Like, it didn't exist then. It wasn't called Halloween. But they still dressed up. They still yeah. had their massive community events and yeah. bonfires. We're going to get onto that now, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people engaged in games, feasting, and the telling of stories. Yeah, and I think and that's where the Tolchin games comes into it because it was the feast of Tolchu. Yeah. Which Lou set up, which then morphed into okay. Samhain. I don't know. I wonder if that where the Tolchin games come from. Yeah, it I don't know. It sounds like it might because it there is be. a lot of games and stuff that went on. During Samhain. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I read people wore masks because, as I was saying, the veil was at its thinnest. The dead walked among the living in the land of the living. Mm. People wore masks 
to hide themselves from evil spirits so they wouldn't okay. be recognised. Well, I've got an even more real-world explanation for that as well, actually. Okay, enough. go for uh, it. Let's have it. The whole festival of sound, okay, basically was far more celebratory revelry than any kind of religious or, or sacred thing. Yeah. So it was basically a massive piss-up. I mean, right, okay. call it what it was, right? Six or seven days of just of revelry, of feasting, of having the crack, right? And law and order essentially got fucked out the window. Like, they would just go on a mad one. Like, you've got all the farm labourers and maids and all, you know, all the kind of lower class workers who get paid at that time. They get paid twice a year and that's once when they get paid is around seven. And they're heading home after being away working the fields for months on end. They're heading back, you know, back to their family. So, yeah. of course, they're going to let loose. They've got money in their pocket. Well, I mean... <laughs> Relatively, you know, what what was money? How long has it yeah, been strained? It's not money. They're getting paid in food and drink and whatever they're yeah. getting paid in. But, yeah, so they're, they're well off. They're getting a few drinks in. And Laura and Order's gone out the fucking window, right? It's just gone. So they would wear masks for a sense of anonymity. So they could just let loose, they could just go, just do whatever the fuck, and then the next day nobody really knows who was up to what, you know, that way. So yeah. there's no kind of embarrassment afterwards, or there's no kind of comeback from it. There's also, I don't really want to get into this, but there's also a sexual um, aspect of it as well. I mean, Yeah, well, you know, people you know, weren't fucking having kids that grew out of flowers and shit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah they no, were I don't know. Yeah, they were having sex. Yeah, but there was so, orgies and what stuff. It is. But yeah, it was, yeah, fucking, so it was masks. Well, like a good orgy. Yeah. So it would it was masks would um allow that anonymity and allow them to just yeah. you know, just yeah. let themselves go, basically. Wasn't there yeah. a fucking Nicole Kidman? Yeah, Tom I, I was film. just thinking yeah, that yeah. when was that? I was Eyes writing this last night, um I was wide shut. Yeah. I have seen it. But I've no, never, I've seen, never it. seen it. I watched that as a teenager on Fast Forward. Just no, never Literally, you know, just pausing certain bits. <laughs> no interest in it. Yeah, no, it looks garbage. But yes, I very much got that vibe. Yeah, from, so it's got that whole... All, all that kind of shit. And what was that fucking... I can't, all those other kinds of films. But even the Victorian things where they all had those eye mask things when they went to their balls. balls that, yeah. yeah, that has a very pagan feel to it. It does, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, and the, yeah. You even have masks that were something like the plague doctor things and stuff as well, like and all those kind of weird pagan. Well, we explained the plague stuff. doctor. Yeah, masks. yeah, no, we did. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah fucking potpourri yeah. and stuff. Just thinking of a lot of flesh and shit. Yeah, but they have that kind of really yeah. freaky looking, yeah, yeah. Kind of pagan stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there you go. Love that. So yeah, so that's where masks. Well, I mean, it's that, and as you said, it's the to hide from the evil spirits. Yeah, well, it wasn't even so. It was just the evil spirits. They look like an evil, and so they wouldn't be recognised. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like if there's if for whatever reason there's Your auntie somebody is coming over. Yeah, if there's somebody in the land of the dead that is annoyed with you or, or or was you were at loggerheads with when they died, even if you had nothing to do with them dying, or someone you sent. There might be just yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. vendetta still might exist. So right. so yeah, so the whole know. anonymity thing Love came it. into it. Love yeah. It. I like my one better. Okay, Stick okay. it on a mask and you can run amok. <laughs> yeah, you just, you're just into your orgies. We know what you're like. Okay, massive bonfires were lit. People engaged in games, feasting and telling stories, as I said. And they partied, which is, as you alluded yeah. to, they fucking let loose. And it, it was the final feast because harvest had finished. Yeah. 
It was before the final feast before a long, hard winter where they wouldn't be out much. They wouldn't be working much. No, yeah. You know, yeah, they yeah. were they just surviving until the next, yeah. till the turn of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I love that. Now, it's also said that Samhain likely predates even the Celts. If you go back to the Mound of the Hostages at Tara, yeah. that's a stone burial mound, yeah. for want of a better description. Um, it predates the Celts by about 3,000 years. But were, yeah, wasn't that the Gaels? Yeah. The Gaelic. Would have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it would have been Gaelic. But anyway, the sun's rays illuminate the inner chamber of the... Mound of Hostages as well. So yeah, they all had Halloween. this... Astronomical knowledge. Yeah. 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 Well, they were sun worshippers. So, yeah. yeah, they would have been very much. And yeah, yeah, but they would have understood yeah. the movement of the sun. Yeah. You know, well, and all, all cultures around the world did. Yeah. Because they were all agrarian cultures, mm. you know, and they needed to know and be able to plot and track and anticipate where the sun was going to be and at what stage. And when to plant, when to plant, when to sow, when to reap. Yeah. So so yeah, it was all it was all kind of knowledge that was essential. Yeah, it was essential to society. It was and they deified it because it was so key and yeah, yeah, be, yeah. And they yeah. relied on it so much so they found some sort of worship yeah. in it. Yeah, and they built uh, their burial mounds to you know kind of capture the sun's rays on pivotal days. So you have Newgrange on is it the winter solstice Newgrange? Yes. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then on the equinox, then on on Samhain, the thirty first of October or thereabouts, the mound of hostages is yeah. lit up at, at sunrise. So that's pretty cool. When when I was reading up on it, the whole sound festival, it seemed like I mean I know it went on for a certain amount of days, but it seemed to have relevance. On say the thirty first of October for us now. For yeah, Halloween. that is the yeah, yeah. the actual and, day. Yeah, yeah. And then it jumped to at some stage to November first, and then November second, and then it jumped back. And a lot of it seems to have. It's not that they were changing their their the dates. It's not even that the sun was. It's the influence of outside entities and religions oh, and all that okay, kind of thing. Right. seems to have juggled it around a little bit and okay. it's settled down afterwards which I will get into in a little while and mm. it's I will actually get into it because it's really fucking interesting yeah. and it actually annoyed me a bit now you were talking about bonfires there I'm just conscious actually for our international listeners I don't know whether bonfires are a thing outside of Ireland oh they? yeah now I know I'm, I'm gonna get into that as well. That's I know the UK mental. have them for kind of Guy Fawkes night and yeah. stuff but I don't think America do the whole bonfire thing do they maybe they do I don't know just for anyone listening who doesn't know what a bonfire is it's just a massive massive pile of yeah. now if you go north up to the north of this country around the 12th of July I mean you see ridiculously large bonfires these things are yeah. skyscrapers made of pallets yep. we don't go that big on Halloween but it's basically a chance and it's ridiculous now when you think about it it's for households to get rid of old junk that they don't want and even that was born see, is born there was it. so much more importance to it there was so much more relevance to it when it was done from a pagan point of view yeah yeah, than there is done. to just born shit. Yeah. Let's go out and collect shit and rob cars and drive cars. Not even cars, but bands. rob someone else's bonfire. Oh yeah. To yeah, yeah. stack your own, yeah, you know, your that kind of yeah. shit. So it's yeah. it's and I'm not even saying recently, but over hundreds of years and thousands of years, it's been lost. Yeah. You uh, know. Yeah. But having said that, I still do love a bonfire in Halloween. Uh, 
And I don't, like, even just gathering around the bomb, now, it's kind of tough now because it's always full of drunk teenagers, let's be honest. But even when we were teenagers at the time, there was something spiritual I was standing around the bonfire in Halloween. Like. And it, like, it was communal. It was community. Like, the whole I think community that's probably what there. you're feeling. Yeah. 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 No, I'm I'm big into and spirituality. I love that, I love that kind, of, kind of, of you know, kind of sense of community and stuff. As I said, it's a bit lost now. I wouldn't bring me kids to bonfires around here because it's just invariably going to be full of drunk teenagers. Well, when boys. you say around here, it's... it's Around Dublin in general, really. Yeah, it's not locally not, around here. Yeah, it's no, yeah. a lot of places. Yeah. And a lot of people listening to this might go, yeah, you know what, I'm the fucking same. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I think cars it's, getting it's, driven onto them and stuff. It's, it's just, a problem everywhere. Yeah, I know, it yeah. is definitely, yeah. yeah. And it's a big night for the emergency services. Oh, yeah, Jesus massive. Christ. And they come under... But barrage of attack and everything. We'll get on to the vandalism aspect yeah, of it yeah. later on. Wait but that goes this. right back. I mean, as I was saying, the revelry and the wearing the masks so you could run amok. Like, yeah, there's there's an undercurrent of vandalism right through selling from its roots right up to the present day. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you were talking about uh, the man hostages at Tara. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the Hill Award? I've heard of the Hill Award in the relation Hill to bonfires, yeah. Or Tlachtka. And that's T-L-A-C-H-T-G-A. Okay. Is in County Mead, and it's yeah. 12 miles from the Hill of Tara. Schlachter dates back to 200 C-E. See, I didn't say B-C. Or A-D. C-E is A-D, it's common isn't it? era, yeah. Yeah, so it's... 200 C-E. Is it not B-C-E? No. Oh, C-E, C-E. so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the year 200, sorry. Yeah, I just didn't secularise the whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so you're confusing me now. <laughs> yeah, okay. And it was here... At Schlachtke, the Hill Award, where the Great Fire Festival on the night of November the 1st was lit. Okay. The festival went on for several days, as we said, and it seems to have jumped around its its point of emphasis yeah, well, over see, those couple of days. Like Samhain itself is, they say, three days before Iha Sauna, which is you know, Halloween, yeah, as we know yeah. it now. So yeah, three days before and three days after and yeah. ESN. So seven days. Yeah, yeah. So it was a festival so, thing. And I think different days would have had different types of yeah. festivities. So yeah. Maybe that's where the November uh-huh. thing for the bonfire, that, you know, that's bonfire night in the UK. Now, I know that's for Guy Fox, <laughs> but it seems a bit coincidental that it falls around uh, that time. I don't know. It just could be a coincidence, man. Mm. It could be. It's... Some guy went to blow up the Houses of Parliament and I and we can even yeah. get into that and I don't actually fucking believe it was him. I think he was fingered for it. Right, okay, I didn't know that. Um, That's interesting. And it was on that date. So Was you know, it though? There's a finite amount See, of dates in the year that, that stuff at. can happen was on. It? And some of them are going across over. It just seems a little bit on the nose though, bonfires. No, it's like someone saying... I know like he blew up the Houses of Parliament or tried to look really a bonfire, it's more of an explosion. No, no, my it? point is the coincidence of dates. Mm. It's like saying, your birthday is on the 18th. Jesus, mine is on the 16th. What the fuck are you getting excited about? I there know, are a finite yeah. no, amount of dates no, and I there are do. seven and a half billion no, people in the world. No, but I'm saying there's... Okay, so we're way off topic here. But let's go back to Tlachtka or the Hill Award being 12 miles from the Hill of Tara and it dates back to 200 CE and was lit on the night of November the 1st. The festival went on for several days and celebrated Lou, which you talked about earlier, the Celtic god. And I have him, I read of him as the god of prophecy, reincarnation, healing, and revenge. And the sun. And the sun. 
But revenge, fuck revenge. They all have this. It's like they all sat around the table and said, oh no, fuck man. I want to be healing and I want to be the sun and I want to be reincarnation because things start to grow again and all that kind of thing. And someone says, yeah, okay, I'll revenge. No, fuck you, man. I want revenge as well. (laughs) Like it's it's so tenuous what was associated with them. Jesus Christ. We but covered that in the council one as well, like you know, we did. in our council podcast. Go back and listen to that, it was fantastic. It was if you haven't heard it. it. And if you have, go back and listen anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Tlachtiga got its name from the daughter of a druid, Mog Ruth. Right. That's R U I T H. And he was a big dog in the druid circles of Munster. Right. And she died at the Hill of Ward, right. giving birth to triplets, apparently. Okay. And I don't know those triplets names, but I'm sure they have some sort of significance in some sort of legend. Shlokta, which means earthly spear, was an Irish goddess. And it's with her that the origins of Halloween might rest. Okay. I know you said you've got your own origins. And as we were just alluding to, loads of people, and I'm sure the people in the north of the country didn't know that the people in the south of the country existed and all that kind of shit. And it was all a very community-based thing. Yeah. And tribal-based thing. But yeah. they'll all derive their own histories, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, or they'll all attribute the same festivals to different gods, yeah. different legends. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But all similar in, you know, yeah. The Hill of Ward is perfectly visible from the Hill of Terror, and the fire lit on the night of Sown at Ward was a prelude to the Sown Festival at Tara, which took place, I think it was the night after. So, uh, so it was kind of a, a... It was a beacon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the beacons are being lit. Yeah. That yeah. kind of crack. Yeah, yeah that's like what the church bells yeah. that rang on a Sunday for, you know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Cool. And that might be where it came from. Actually, no, you know, you can't say that because the Christians come in and they fucking oh, I know, yeah. take well, everything. We're going to get there. What the fucking Christians want. The fucking Christians get. Yeah. Actually, no, what the Christians fucking want, the Christians fucking take. Would be Well, that's true, yeah. Would be more apt, yeah. Apologies to any Christian listeners. Yeah, but your religion is bunk. <laughs> Interestingly, fires in people's homes when it was coming up to the main communal bonfire night were let die. And they were, they were cleaned out, reset and relit anew from the massive community bonfire to mark the beginning of winter and to get protection. Class. Isn't that funny? I added? really like that. Yeah, yeah. so I, I read that and I was like... I just oh, love that community, I do. I just yeah, love that, that kind of promotes kind of community and that's, yeah, that's lovely actually. That's yeah, yeah. I was all about, there's a lot of community stuff that and pagan mm-hmm. stuff that I could... If I was king of the world, I'd yeah. be saying, do this, bring do it this, back, do bring this, it do back. this. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't do that, there's no unpaying the debt. It's just you're a fucking jerk. Not sure we can bring back um, communal fires, though. Can we get rid of them, though? Yeah, well, all kind of fires, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the whole environment and shit. Yeah. But if we didn't fuck up the environment with other stuff, we'd be able to light our fires. That's true. Yeah, so That's there you go. True, yeah. Do you fire lighting in here today? It's freezing. Yeah, it is, isn't it? With the inevitable arrival of Christianity, the festival was incorporated into the Christian calendar as a time to remember the lost souls, and as such, sound retained its relevance. Mm. Yeah, and became all all Hallow's Eve, isn't it? Yeah, we're getting there, yeah. and this this is the bit that I'll get to without offering an opinion. Hopefully, <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> The customs that didn't fit into Christianity's framework survived as Halloween theatrics. Right, okay. 
No comment. Actually, no, do comment. I want you to actually uh, elaborate on that. Fuck that shit. So what you mean is the Halloween games, the dressing up, the... The, the sharing of stories, the, yeah. the homage to your gods to ask for protection, right, yeah. the wearing of masks to hide yourself from an evil spirit, let's say, yeah. that's crossed over because the, yeah. from the dead to the living... Yeah, they were all thin- kept, but they just weren't kept by the Christians. They were kept as Halloween theatrics. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you it's mean. It's the they, whole. It's not that they that they had. They reduced the, an entire belief system to the undermined by calling it theatrics, basically. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's games and it's celebration and it's fun and there's nothing really to be taken from. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. what annoyed me. And that's kind of where I started with the podcast, saying that I loved Halloween for that reason that yeah. it doesn't have a religious yeah. connotation. Yeah. Now and I'm in it two has minds. A lot. It does. It has a yeah. heavy religious connotation yeah. to it. Yeah. On May 13th, 1609 CE, Pope Boniface, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name. It is Boniface, yeah, yeah. yeah. Boniface. Pope Boniface IV dedicated the Pantheon in Rome, establishing the Catholic Feast of All Martyrs Day. Okay, I haven't heard of that one before. May 13th, 1609. All you need to remember is May 13th. Was it Friday? Uh, I wouldn't say so. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. Pope Gregory III later expanded the festival to include all saints as well as all martyrs. Okay. And moved it from May 13th to November 1st. Right, All Saints Day. Yeah. Yeah. By the 9th century, Christianity had supplanted many older Celtic rites. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. In 1000 CE, the church made November the 2nd All Souls Day in what was widely believed to be the church's efforts to replace the Celtic festival of the dead with a church-sanctioned celebration. Yeah. I just get angrier and angrier as I read it. I was like, fuck you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Jumping all over our culture. Yeah. Mm. All Saints Day. Erasing our culture, sorry. All Saints Day. It was erasure of culture, yeah. All Saints Day on November the 1st, which was Sound's original day, was also called All Hollows Day. Yeah. And All Hollows comes from, and I can't remember the, how to pronounce it, but a Middle English word, which was All Hollow something, 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 something. I can't remember. But it translated into All Saints Day. Right. All but, Hallowed Souls. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah, can't remember. Yeah. So All Hallows made sound, which was the day before, All Hallows oh, Eve, Eve. And eventually that became Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Cool and infuriating. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but, uh, look, annoying. I take immense, massive pride in the fact that Ireland gave the world like the best festival. It is yeah. the best. Like, it's non-religious. It's yeah. totally inclusive. It's for everybody. And we gave that to the world. And that, that makes me really, really proud. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Forget about the Christian attempt. To, that's what, I, that's what makes yeah. me prouder. Yeah, they attempted to fucking yeah. stamp it out. Supplant yeah. a pagan festival and it didn't happen. Yeah. And it makes me as proud as it did when we were talking about Grace O'Malley. Yeah. The way history tried to erase her. And, and we're still talking folk about her. culture yeah. kept her alive. Yeah, and that's very And much, history yeah. couldn't. History is nothing without folk culture. No, exactly. Yeah. So if you haven't heard of the, of the Grace O'Malley episode that we did... 
definitely go back to that. This yeah. is turning into an ad for another yeah. episode. Yeah, then, I think every good. episode we does is a fucking yeah. ad for everything else. Yeah, no, because yeah. it all ties together like it yeah. does. It's like the we fucking... We have a train of thought. It's like the those poxy programs, the infomercials that you see <laughs> on before, on film four before the program start. Yeah. Anyway, from the time Puritan colonists arrived in the US, which was the, the 16th century, I think. 17th century, 1600s, wasn't it? Well... It was what the earliest ones were sixteen something, so it was fifteen something. So it was sixteenth century, century, yeah, okay, middle sorry. of the fifteen hundreds, I think it was. Right. Okay. From the moment the Puritan colonists arrived, the Celtic tradition came with them, but they were mainly celebrated in colonies, the lower colonies, which were confined to the east coast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know the the New York, Pennsylvania, New, England. New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland. Virginia, North and South Carolina, and Georgia. It wasn't New England. So it didn't like, get like, to New England, yeah. Well, well, all of America was New Native England American. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't New England, and it wasn't New Orleans, and it wasn't, you know, all those places mm. that have uh, their names tied into yeah. the, the French or the yeah. English or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. All predates that. So it was right. all Native American. And right. it was... Who's the guy who played Hugh Glass in The Revenant that you haven't seen that I keep talking about? What was his name? Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. So the story of him being the frontiersman that went out and they hunted fucking pelts and they fought the Native Americans. That was then. That's when we're talking about, okay? Right, okay. So it was all confined to the East Coast. In the middle of the 19th century, emigrants fleeing the famine arrived in America Halloween having replaced sound at this point, fucking exploded yeah. in celebration. Yeah, and it, it's absolutely huge up in New England. Now, New England is kind of Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, and Maine. You know, yeah, that's all yeah. kind of New England. Now, I was there in September 2000. It was mid-September, so you're talking like a bit over a month away from Halloween, yeah? Halloween was just everywhere. Yeah, it was it's a huge market. It's a billion dollar market in the massive, US now. Massive thing. And then we went up to Salem, where the witch trials were. Yeah, yeah. And we done the whole tour there where they used to hide the witches in the attic and stuff. And the, the, all these hidden compartments in the attic walls and stuff where yeah. they used to hide the witches and stuff. But yeah, everything was Halloween. They had like a hearse tour where you, where you could actually go around all the haunted sites in Salem yeah. in a hearse. <laughs> Which we didn't do, but... Yeah, there was pumpkins everywhere. Like, uh, I mean, literally, like, th- there's a green area in the middle of the town, like, and it was yeah. just like a pumpkin patch. There's hundreds yeah. of pumpkins on it, all carved. And, oh, it was so cool. It was like, yeah. Do you know why they carved the pumpkins, so jack o' lanterns? I don't, but you're going to tell We're me. We're going to get into that later. That's fantastic. Cool. I love that one. I do actually but have an idea. What I'm, I'm doing, yeah. as, as you were talking, I'm thinking about the witch trials that you mentioned. That yeah. was 1642. Was Two, it? I think it was. was so it's it's that far back. So we're mm-hmm. talking, we're in and around, in and around that time, with, within yeah. fifty two hundred years of what we're talking about. Okay. And one of the final witches born was a woman who was speaking in tongues. Do you remember we were talking right. about that? Yeah, and she was Irish. That. She was yeah. speaking Irish. Speaking Irish, yeah. 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 And that's that's the thing I remember from that night. Fucking mm-hmm. hate it. And it was in a podcast that I'm not telling you about, so you have to go and listen to it. <laughs> anyway, that was in. it was in, I can't remember either. One of the very early ones. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember either. Episodes, yeah. Folk, customs and beliefs merged with the existing cultural traditions, 
when the Irish got to the US yeah. in the mid 1800s. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, the so yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the, all the Puritan traditions that would have come with them way back when that were still celebrated, they all just kind of merged together. They were just one big concoction. Mm -hmm. And that gives us the Halloween that we yeah, have today, pretty much. Exactly. Over time, the holiday became a time for children to dress up as the very thing their ancestors had once feared. So where they used to wear half animal heads or whatever, from whatever mm -hmm. kill they made to feed their family. Yeah. To disguise themselves from evil spirits crossing yeah. over into the land of the living. Now and they were dressing up as the evil Now spirits. they were dressing up as the evil spirits. And the witches who are being yeah. born at stake. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. The whole trick or treat helped the Halloween party, which... I, I always remember helped the Halloween party. I've got it. That was ours. We were kids. That's what we said when we knocked uh, on yeah, the door. Yeah, I said that as well. Yeah. yeah that's This Absolutely. trick or treat is very much an Americanism, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Trick or treat is very much. But help the Halloween party... Yeah, it's really beggy, isn't it? It's real beggy, yeah. <laughs> and it, I, even, even when I was Please. much younger than I am now, and I'd think back to it, I'd be going, what the fuck was I saying, man? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was my first time canvassing for a party, though. <laughs> the whole trick-or-treat held the Halloween party thing originated its guest in the 16th century, back when the Puritans were doing their thing and coming over and it was confined mainly to the East Coast. Really? No? Okay. I can't imagine Puritans celebrating something like Halloween though. Well, you know, they were people that were just escaping the harsh laws of of Europe yeah. and England and they just went to set up a new life. Yeah, I know, but Puritans, they were very, very, very like Christian religion, weren't they? That's yeah, that's but what Puritan is, isn't it? Yeah, but... They'd be like modern-day Jehovah's Witnesses. They would have had some form of celebration, and they don't know what yeah. it was. But, I mean, they didn't walk around 24 hours a day flagellating them. <laughs> no, I know what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. I just wouldn't have... I Here's... Wouldn't I think this might be what you're saying. It was customary in England for the poor people to go begging on All Souls Day. Right, okay. It was also customary in England to give them cakes with crosses on the top. Hot cross buns. Hot cross buns called soul cakes in exchange for prayers for the one who gifted the cake. Okay. So poor people would receive this from people who weren't as poor. Right. And, and you give a the deal would be you pray for them in return. Okay. So maybe that's what was. So that's the origin maybe, of kind of trick or treating. But maybe that's this, the inverted commas festivals or yeah. culture thing they brought with them that got mixed up with the yeah. Irish in the 19th century. Yeah, and if you think about a trick or treat though, if you don't get a nice cake, you're not going to have a nice prayer for them, are you? Yeah. Or if you course. have, yeah, if yeah. you've got nothing. Course them, like. So maybe there was a fear aspect to it yeah, as well, yeah. you know? And being Puritans and extremely religious and devout, they would have feared that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Trick or treat. So, yeah, soul cakes, wow. By the 1920s and 30s, and I do realise I'm skipping on really far. No, no, By the 1920s and 30s, Halloween had become a secular but a community-wide celebration. Yeah, and it, I mean, you're referring, and you're still talking about the, the US here, are you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when you're talking about Halloween, you were talking about the, it's the global. US. It's global. Yeah, yeah well, but you're talking about the US because that's the billion-dollar market. Yeah. And all the... Things that you see that you buy in pop-up shops now to stick in your garden or stick in your window. Mm, it's all very much Americanized. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know. 
So that's kind so of where... It's kind of gone full circle when you think about it. Like yeah. It, it originated here, spread to the States, ballooned, exploded yeah. in the States, morphed, changed... And then what they've morphed and changed it into is now exported to the rest of the world. It's now a commodity. Yeah. 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 And they How just very, export very it everywhere else. Yeah. Yes. In the US, vandalism became widespread and it had been an undercurrent to the holiday for decades. Yeah. In 1879, an engineer of a passenger train, and I got these facts and had to stick them in because it was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> In 1879, an engineer of a passenger train saw a body lying on the track ahead of him. Pulling the brake with all his might, he stopped the train before it hit the body. The body turned out to be a dummy. <laughs> and about 200 kids laughed their arses off because the prank worked so well. But that's an emergency stop on a passenger train. That's people getting fucked up the carriage. Yeah. Jesus, that's fucking mental. In Scotland... Kids would pull up cabbage stalks, so everything's been harvested, mm. and all that's left is the the root and stalk. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So kids would pull up the cabbage stalks, get it smouldering, and place it at the front door of someone's house who like, was at work for the day. Right, the smell and by the time they cabbage. came home, the house would be full of the stink of burned cabbage. Oh, that was the practical joke. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Livestock were placed on roofs of farms. <laughs> That's not funny. No, it's not at all. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I don't think of a goat on a This is me. funny. Where have we seen a goat on a roof? What was that in? A million ways down in the, the, the west. Was it? There's a sheep. There's a guy got uh, Seth MacFarlane has a sheep farm. And it's massive. And there's one sheep is always on the fucking roof. <laughs> it might be that, yeah. It's hilarious. Outhouse tipping was a favourite. <laughs> Whether the outhouse was occupied or not. (laughs) Gates closing off fields were nicked so the animals could escape and wander freely. That's just fucking bad, man. I mean, there's there's bad bad shit and then there's bad Uh, shit. Yeah, we used to get up the shit like that as well. I never never stole a gate from (laughs) a farmer's field that was keeping... Down the country. Cows, sheep, goats, whatever, pending. Down the country, things nah. like that was commonplace. That's, that's yeah. just, that's, that's not, that's not mischievous. That's malicious. Yeah, yeah. You know? Maybe, maybe. So, yeah, no, I never No, I don't mean that one in particular. I mean getting up to mischief. Yeah, you're just admitting shit now, man. You've no, been caught. Don't you ever know, like, yeah, what I'm saying is the mischief. Yeah, you know? mischief was, was different Halloween. to vandalism, was different to malicious behavior. Well, it, it was great. It was very great. But yeah, no, fuck that shit. I don't agree with that. When I say anyway, mischief, I may mean vandalism. No back in that. the US, as pranking moved into cities... Pranks, that's, that's the word I'm looking for. It got worse. Windows were broken. Manhole covers were stolen. <laughs> so the, the Model T Ford that you're driving down the road, that badly illuminates anyway. Yeah. And there's fuck and off street lights that illuminate for it. Yeah. Hits a manhole. Rob a manhole. Hits, hits a manhole without cover. Yeah. Fuck that shit. That's mad. Lovely. Kids, boys mainly, ran through the streets throwing flour on people. Yeah, it's stuff like that. Yeah. I've got into. In one year, in Kansas City in 1918. The conductor of a streetcar, one Tracy Koppel, was hospitalized with serious internal injuries, life-threatening internal injuries, 
after nine boys waxed the tracks on a steep hill, Jeez. causing the streetcar to careen down the road and collide with parked vehicles. Oh, and she was yeah. caught in the wreckage at the, back of the, at the back of the thing. Yeah, not so clever. Yeah, she was trapped in wreckage at the back of the car. Kansas City law made the parents of the boys responsible for the actions. And that's the way it should the, be. But the parents of the boys responsible for the boys' actions. Yeah. Absolutely. That's as it should be. 100%. You can deal with that now. Incidentally, all nine boys were held by the cops without bond, so they can get out. The streetcar company also announced it would be prosecuting the boys. Fuck them. Good. Yeah. Back in 1902, the Cook Herald newspaper, a publication, the Cook Herald newspaper, advised its readers to load their muskets with rock salt and rock salt the shit (laughs) out of anybody they found on their premises after business hours. There was a farmer used to live up where Ravenswood is now. We were all up in Hardstown, you know? Yeah. And that was all. From the end of our road was farm fields as far as Navin nearly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We used to go up and be doing that. And we'd be climbing ditches and building tree houses or whatever. But there was a grumpy old fucking farmer. And he used to rock salt us with a shotgun. Yeah. Fucker. That's that shit stinks. That metal? Yeah, fucking. Like, can you imagine doing that to a child nowadays? Yeah. You'd be locked up. Well, yeah. You'd be sued into oblivion. Yeah. In 1907, some pranksters in Tucson, Arizona, tied a wire across a path to trip pedestrians as they were passing by. One man who tripped fell on a snot. The boys laughed. He got straight back up, pulled his revolver, and shot one of the jokers dead. Jesus fuck Christ. 1907. Yeah. So when I read that, I was like, fuck that. But... The whole, when did America lose its way and just start shooting people for yeah. fucking anything? They fucking... Oh, yeah, I mean, look at the Wild West. 1907. Yeah, yeah. look yeah, at the, the Wild West. West. I mean, life was cheap then. It's changed. Yeah, time, well, you know. And life Well, I mean, it, changed. if the cowboy movies are to be believed, I mean, I don't know, was it as... Well, you Was know, it as lawless as all that? I don't know. I read an article, which has nothing to do with this, but I read an article one day that the guns were so unreliable. Yeah, you... More likely to do yourself the people were such bad shots that were I'll fucking see you at high noon and you go out there was a 50-50 chance that the gun had exploded in your own hand yeah, and yeah. there was a 75% chance that he'd miss you yeah <laughs> so yeah and probably hit some poor fucker 10 yards behind you or something <laughs> like that or off to the left that's why you see them all clearing out of the yeah. way when, they, you know, when these jewels are happening everyone's just indoors yeah <laughs> which is why yeah. Sam Colt made such a famous gun because it was an actually a more reliable weapon. And it was accurate. Yeah. But that, that's way back when. Anyway. Cult. By the time the Great Depression in 1923 rolled around, vandalism and destruction of property was at epidemic proportions in the US. And this is all around Halloween, is it? Or is it just in general? I think it was at Halloween because they could prank yeah. and mischievousness and, and dress up and anonymity. And you know, it would just get worse year on yeah. year. And yeah. yeah, oh God, it got worse year on year. Yeah. I'm getting there. Kids were encouraged to go house to house and trick or treat at this yeah. time yeah. to keep them out of the acts of vandalism right, and okay. and all that kind of thing. So that's where that the trick of, or treating came from. Diversion. But it ties it was, back into the puritanical. Yeah, I was just about to yeah. say, and it ties and that's probably, you know, that's probably, they went back into their history books and they yeah. reignited this thing. Yeah. So 
in the depression to, to avoid the damage. You'd go to one house and you'd get soot on your face from right. f- for that dress up, for that good. You'd go to another mm. house and you'd get the horns put on your head right, or okay. something. Yeah. And you go to the next house and you'd get the cape or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was it was a community Class. effort. And again, that's to just... kind of steer them away from that. Yeah. Damage, vandalism, law like You'd miss that, wouldn't you? That would be so cool, actually dressing up all the kids for Halloween. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. When I read they were, you go to one house and you'd get soot to blacken your face. Mm. I just thought blackface. Nah, it's not really. That's more quite, yes. Yeah. yeah, but that's why it's hard. hard if you think of Elliot in E.T. when he's dressed yeah. up that goblin. Yeah, you know, the, the black bags under yeah. the eyes and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, I think yeah. it was more that. Yeah. yeah, and the beard, the pirate beard. Yeah. You know, that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah, which we did when we were kids as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 100%. You'd walk, you'd get... And the painted on it. My dad put his hand up the chimney and got soot out and he put a beard on you and... You wake up the next day with a great skin and a dirty fucking bed sheet. Pillow. Because, yeah, 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 the pillow. And a roaring red face because the soot had aggravated yeah. your skin that much. Fuck yeah. it, I'm not going to bother you as a face paint tonight. I'll just get some yeah, soot. Just soot ah, the kids don't up, have man. Fire. Don't have a fire. Which is another thing that we don't have these days. Yeah. yeah. In World War II, kids took pledges to support the armed forces by not engaging in vandalism. Good old propaganda. Brainwashing. Pranking diminished, but it didn't go away. During the 1970s and 1980s, arsonists turned the Detroit night sky orange with the amount of fires set. It peaked in 1984 when you fucking heard it. Fucking Dublin was the same. It peaked in 1984 when more than 800 fires were set over a three night period. Detroit responded. Amateurs. Detroit responded. With a dusk till dawn curfew for anybody who was under 18 and under 800 fires yep. throughout the whole city. Yep. Try Halloween, like, try Dublin on Halloween night. Now. 800 fires a now. branch probably. Now. No, even in the 80s, I mean, no, I, don't I, know know, about that, I remember man. building nope. gigantic bonfires in Darndale. Yeah. And I mean, huge, huge yeah, bonfires. Yeah, but... Not fucking we moved out there, like everybody's trash can setting fire in the front garden. No, no. We, That's the no, kind of shit I'm talking about. We would be collecting kind of bonfire wood for months. Yeah, so do we. Yeah, That's yeah. the kind of shit I'm talking about. Ah, yeah. So yeah. they burn, tried to burn the fucking city down. <laughs> know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah, I suppose that, that is a bit different. Yeah. Detroit also mobilised a city watch. Volunteers raided with garden hoses just in case. So if someone set a fire, extinguish it. Mm. It's actually, do you know what really pisses me off about fucking Halloween bonfires now? What? Really annoys me. Kids wrecking their own community, right? Invariably, in a lot of kind of built-up areas, the only green space yeah. available is a football pitch. And they'll build a big fuck you bonfire in the middle of it. Yep. And the lads will but come up on Saturday for a match and... People in Detroit were wrecking their fucking communities as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 absolutely. Like, I mean, as I was saying earlier, like, I used to love standing around the bonfire and that communal kind of thing. But, like, when you see them burn fucking football pitches. Yeah. The only football pitch the community has. And they put a big fuck you bonfire in the centre circle. Yeah. You know, uh, idiots. Absolute idiots. Yeah, not much change. No. Time and distance don't change it. Yeah, no, it's still going on. Absolutely. But, an estimated 30,000 people in Detroit participated in the City Watch, and there were neighborhood patrols in 1990. Oh. As recently as 1990, yeah. this shit was going on. 
Yeah. Fucking nuts. So yeah, fucking crazy shit. Yeah. Just yeah. I, I thought that stuff. like was very much a kind of an Ireland a Dublin fucking thing to have that like fucking carry on. But no, it seems to be actually yeah. everywhere, like. I was And it's really interesting that it goes right back to the, the fucking pagan origins where it was just it was a free for all. Seven was a fucking free for all. And Halloween pretty much still is a fucking free for all. I think Which is weird, isn't it? I think it fell into kinda and I I don't want to come off like a fucking Puritan or anything like that. <laughs> but it fell into vandalism and breaking the law and, and disrupting the community when it lost its meaning. Mm. When what we're doing this for lost its meaning. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's part. Like if you look back to the Celts, and I mean they were wearing masks. Yeah, but to allow it had anonymity to fucking like lit, no, to literally run a fucking walk like. But it had meaning. Yeah. They were wearing masks for a reason. Yeah, to have a, anonymity while they were making a fucking show of themselves, basically wrecking the place. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> how, how much were they wrecking? Is that the same thing? Like, okay, yeah, okay. Maybe they it probably is. Probably weren't getting into vandalism, but it, it was a kind of a it was hedonistic. Yeah, that's the word yeah, I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, It was a very hedonistic festival, and yeah. it still in many ways is. Yeah, it's kind of strange not, I, that that has carried over, and uh, like that's not a conscious thing. I wouldn't think the type of guy that's trying to burn down his city in fucking Detroit is not a guy who's well-versed in Celtic mythology and fucking origins, I wouldn't imagine. No, but but that's not my point. My point is, that is actually exactly my point. What he's doing, he has no idea of why it was done and why he's carrying it on. That's where it It lost its way. Yeah, and it was trying to up. It's what they done last year, next year, we're going to really... What do we do at this time of year? We fucking wreck shit up. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Do you know what else really fucking confuses me with American um, young people as well, right? And this is only something I realised only a few, like, you know, in the last few years. I don't know in football in general here, if you lose, there might be a bit of aggro. No. Like, not here, but in the UK and to a lesser extent. Aggro with who? Fucking rival fans and whatever, you know, like... Really? Yeah, yeah, you get a bit of that League of Ireland. It's, it's, it's nothing compared to what it was in the, you know, in, in England in the 80s, right? but there is still the odd, yeah. The odd Irish home. Yeah, but in America, it's when you win. Like, they literally wreck the fucking city when they win the World Series or the fucking Super Bowl. Burning cars over, burning shit, it's fucking mad, like... That's nuts. Yeah, isn't it? Like, yeah. When you think of England fans, they, and even them aren't as bad as they used to be, but yeah. you know, when they used to go on a fucking rampage when they got knocked out of a tournament, yeah. they'd fucking wreck the place, yeah? No, fucking American fans, and particularly Boston fans, fucking wreck the place when they win something. That's nuts. That, that is nuts, isn't That's it? fucking it's nuts. Mad, like, Philadelphia fans are well known for it as well. Okay. I don't, I, do, I don't know. I don't know when about them. You know that flaming pumpkin bit? Getting back on track again. We seem yeah. to have lost our train thought loads today. Yeah, yeah. You know that flaming pumpkin bit? Yeah, the carved pumpkin, the candle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it came from carving turnips. Yeah, no, and if you haven't seen the carved turnips that we're talking about, right, Google has some great images of them. Like, like we're talking way back in yeah. the ancient times, but my fuck are they scary. Yeah. And apparently Holy it was the Irish like. going across 
fleeing the famine, yeah. had no tubers. Are you called tubers? Tubers are I don't know what the Swedes or whatever the hell they're called. Or something shit like that, yeah. yeah. But they had no turnips, gourds, turnips gourds. to carve. They had no turnips to carve. Yeah, so they carved So they carved the next best thing, which was a pumpkin, which was easier to carve. Yeah. And it just yeah. became a ubiquitous thing. Yeah, that shit out of the middle of a food. Yeah. I hate that. That's the yeah. part I hate. I love carving a pumpkin, but, but I hate all that crap. But you have it. to do that with a fucking turnip on a smaller scale. Anyway. Yeah, but that's not Turnips stringy, are much better looking. Oh, much scarier, scarier looking man. than pumpkins. Yeah, I'm going to throw it up on the Facebook page. I'll get the yeah, one photograph in particular awesome. I'm thinking of. They're like shrunken heads. Yeah, yeah, they like shrunken heads. Great yeah. looking. But anyway, that story, do you know where that came from? No. Have you ever heard the legend of Stingy Jack? No. <laughs> and it may go that I call him Stinky Jack as we go in because yeah. I kept tripping on, on it the other day. No, but really. Stingy Jack. Stingy Jack was a manipulative schemer, a bit like Mr. Wimpy. Remember Mr. Uh, Wimpy and Popeye? Yeah. You buy yeah, me a burger yeah, today, yeah. I'd gladly pay you next Tuesday. Yeah. I think he was that kind of guy. Right, and come here. Are we in America now? Or nope. We're going back to find out the origins of jack-o'-lanterns. Right, okay. So, okay. We're in so we know now, yeah. that right. we know that jack-o'-lanterns were predated by carved turnips. Yeah, yeah. But that's here. This is why right, okay. it's 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 done. Yeah. Or okay. it was done. Right. Stingy Jack, as I said, was a manipulative schemer. Yeah. So he was always trying to garner what he could in alcohol, all that kind of thing. He was a heavy Scott. drinker. Yeah, and he was Irish. Right. And it's important to remember that he was Irish. Right. Words of the levels of his stinginess reached the devil. And the devil made plans to go from hell to get Jack. To get Stingy Jack okay. and drag him back to hell because he wasn't a worthwhile person. Right. Okay. The devil posed as a dead body, and when Stingy Jack coming bodies. home, coming home from the pub, came across the body, and I don't know whether he tried to rob it or he went through its pockets or anything like that. But when he came across the body, the devil jumped up, and it was a whole "it's time for you to come to hell with me" moment. Right. <laughs> Stingy Jack asked for a final drink before he went to hell with the devil and the devil duly obliged. Okay. They went to the local tavern and they drank the place dry. Okay, one led to another, led to another, it just started, they drank the place so dry. So got the devil drunk. <laughs> yeah, so, well, well, how drunk is drunk when you're talking about Stingy Jack or the devil, you know? <laughs> So they drank the place dry and it was time to settle up the tab and Stingy Jack, true to his name, said, I've got no money. The devil, being the devil, didn't carry money. So Stingy Jack suggested that the devil turn himself into a silver coin that would cover the bar tab right. and pay it off. To which the devil went, yeah, okay, that seems like a good idea or something to that effect. Right. Turned himself into a silver coin to pay the bar and Stingy Jack took him and shoved him in his pocket with a crucifix so he couldn't change back into the devil. Right. And he refused to let him out until the devil promised not to take Stingy Jack to hell for a year. Okay? For a year? For a year. You That's the devil hell. Yeah, yeah I mean, talk about fucking for a year, like, having, having really, a really low aim. Yeah, low bar like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. So he said, I won't take it to hell for a year. So Dingy Jack took him out of his pocket, put him down, he turned back into the devil and off he went. And Stingy Jack still went around doing what he did for the next year. The next year came along and the devil came back and said, it's time, a year's up, 
to the very minute and Stingy Jack said let's go for a drink will you well mm-hmm. that's not going to work again but he said will you get me an apple out of the tree up there I can't reach them and I want something to eat on the way back to hell because it's a long road and the devil said yeah this is where it gets tenuous and the devil said yeah so the devil climbed the tree to get Stingy Jack his apple and swift as you like Stingy Jack being the alcoholic he was carved crucifixes into the tree so the devil was stuck in the branches and he wouldn't let him down until he swore and I don't know why he didn't do this the first time around until he swore he wouldn't take him to hell Stingy Jack being Stingy Jack went around living the way he lived and eventually died because you can trick the devil but you can't trick death yeah okay so he died and he went up and he ended up in front of St. Peter at the Pearly Gates not being a nice human being St. Peter said fuck off and wouldn't let him into heaven and sent him to hell when he got to hell eventually the devil recognized him and because he'd been so deceitful which I would have thought would have been a tick in the right box but because he'd been so deceitful and deceived the devil so easily the devil pushed him back to earth and gave him a hot coal to carry for eternity as Bart Simpson used to say heaven doesn't want me and hell's afraid I'll take over yeah (laughs) so he was to wander earth forever and he was to carry this hot coal and that was his punishment okay so to avoid himself having to carry his hot coal he got a turnip and he carved it and he put the hot coal inside it so he could carry the turnip instead of hands on the hot coal kids and families carved turnip heads and put them in their windows lit so it would keep stingy jack away from the homes and so that's where jack-o'-lantern comes from it was him wandering the dark roads and nights forever forever and ever carrying his hot coal from hell isn't that nuts yeah no fucking nuts and it's not really tenuous it is really tenuous, but it's a good And it was, like, it was like somebody told it and after he told it. That was better than some of the ghost stories I came across looking to do some research for this. And in the end, yeah, we abandoned yeah. that idea completely because yeah. they're all shite. They are. They're all muck. And we'd end up sounding like fucking Derek Acora or some shit. <laughs> Somebody's most haunted. Oh, stop. Yeah, not into that stuff. Yeah. That's not see, this podcast. Do you ever see South Park doing that most haunted, their version of the most haunted no. program? Man. It's we'll go look at that. YouTube. I'm not even going to tell you anything about it. It's so funny. Now, shit. that's it. Now we have we have to do quantum physics now because when we in our very first intro for the very first podcast we said we cover everything from quantum physics to South Park. And Dallas just mentioned South Park. Yeah, so I'm we always mentioning South Park. I'm physics. always mentioning South Park, but I've re-recorded Someday. the intro to our podcast so we can set Halloween music to it this week. So, I didn't say that, which means I don't have to do... No, it was in our blurb intro. Not, yeah, no, not I, know, I, know, intro, I know, I know, it's I know. Not our blurb. I know. But, um, yeah, no, listen, we won't be touching quantum physics till we're qualified quantum physicists, I think, then. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> and we won't get quantum physics qualified if we keep talking about fucking astrology. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, man. Uh. So, yeah. There we are. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Help the Halloween party. Fuck that. Trick or treat.